Welcome to do what? No, go. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Cody, and I'm very pleased to have you do the Exploring Art Podcast. Mm-hmm. So today we are discussing a group case study. It's the captive cat case study at Columbia University. A bronze statue of a cat stands on the floor at the head of a staircase. Presumably, it is of some value for university officials have fixed a chain around his neck and fastened the chain to the stair railing. Should the artwork be appreciated as a statue of a chained cat, or is it simply a chained statue of a cat? Because the chain is visible, is it, is it possible to exclude it from one's aesthetic appreciation of the work? So, Nicole, I'll throw it over to you. And let us Thank you, Cody. So, what we have particularly learned in our own um, class uh, textbook is that in the beginning, it was a lot of a question of uh, what is defined artwork or how should we interpret it? And to be honest, I think that art has its own visual. It depends on the person. You know, everyone looks at the world a little bit differently. And I think it's mainly up to you to like figure it out. Um, specifically for this bronze statue, I kind of consider it like architecture, like how it may not be art, quote by quote, because when you think of art, you think of like painting, you think of drawings, you think of all this stuff. But at the end of the day, architecture is, I feel like, I don't know if we feel the same thing, um, it's like art in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you because at least some forms of architecture, because there's there's basic architecture that's just building of a, you know, a basic structure that's needed for protection or cover or whatever. But then there is there is beautiful architecture too that kind of goes outside of the norm and and stretches limits of of materials and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and is pleasing to the eye too with just different curvatures and angles and and even just you know ornamentation on on the outsides of buildings and things like that so I definitely agree that some forms of architecture can definitely be considered art yes and um, I mainly believe that like in this kind of case like a statue has to have like, uh, uh, like some sort of meaning behind it because we don't necessarily have to build a statue just for it being a statue it could have some personal meanings behind it too yeah absolutely and that's um somebody wanted that statue built for some reason um and you know I, I think of old cat statues especially bronze cat statues and i think back to Egyptian times even where mm-hmm. um, I mean Egypt Egyptians used to worship cats and everything like that they were idols to Egyptians um, and and some people have even found some Egyptian cat statues that contained actual cat skeletons mm-hmm. so it was thought that you know the Egyptians used them as sarcophagi for for cat corpses and and they kind of related to the the mummification of 
um, their leaders and everything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, may, maybe there was some kind of tie there, maybe not, but mm-hmm. there was definitely a purpose for this statue being built. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And I feel like it's not very like um, detailed as like other statues where that big, they have like multiple like reasonings behind it, but this one in particular does have a chain to the stairwell which I feel like it can indicate a lot of things. Like for, like you said, with the Egyptians, um, they believe that the cats in particular, they can see like, um, through history, they said, it said that the, they can see like, they can see more than the regular human eye and something more supernatural. Like maybe it being chained up to the stairwell is like, um, I don't know how to put this, but like, it, it could be a sign of something like greater in a sense that it could be like, Oh, like it's probably like connected through, through the actual like building or like it kind of finds a home there. I mean, people believe at first that it was just for like to avoid theft, but like there has to be more, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. And that's, that's a good interpretation that I haven't hadn't even thought of um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I was, I was kind of viewing it as um, a cat statue with some sort of meaning that, that was, you know, commissioned and, and, mm-hmm. and that could definitely be viewed as artwork, just the statue alone. And then, yeah, you think of university officials out adding the chain to it. It could have been for security reasons, but yeah, they could have been essentially creating a separate piece of artwork, you know? I mean, we hear hear a lot of artists that recreate masterpieces that they've seen or, or whatever. This, this could be just another rendition of that where they were taking a statue, a masterpiece of some sort to turn it into a new type of work with a new meaning. And like you said, it could be, you know, holding the cat down from, from whatever it was going to find or, or anything. I mean, who knows, but I think both, I think it could be appreciated as art in both ways, a, a chained cat or mm-hmm. a chained statue of a cat. So. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for a statue such as this one in this particular case, it's not really like, it's not so like mainstreamed to the point that there's like enough like background knowledge behind it because when we were doing uh, some background knowledge, it was very hard to find this particular piece. And I feel like it's underrated in a sense or like they didn't view it as such, but like if you really, if you truly understand art, in a general aspect and understand that there's a meaning behind majority of things, you can understand that there might've been a bigger meaning, like why bronze, you know? It's like those bigger questions that it just makes you question like, what was the true intention behind it? Right, and that's um, that's another good point too, because there could be, a meaning that maybe only a select member or group of society is supposed to know because when you, yeah, when you do research on 
you know, cat statues or just statues in general at Columbia University. This one really doesn't come up much, but the one that does come up a lot is the the statue of Athena that is at the university that everybody kind of knows. And it's a, it's kind of a ritualistic um, mm-hmm. procession with the classes. They, they hide an owl on the statue and whoever finds it first is supposedly going to be the valedictorian. So like mm-hmm. that statue has a, a broad, wide meaning to a lot of people, whereas maybe this one, it, it had more of a secretive purpose and, and meaning to it that maybe we're not supposed to know. And we're just supposed to appreciate that it's it's a good rendition of a cat. And and that's all, all we're supposed to know about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just us being as curious as we are towards this particular statue, there are other late philosophers such as Arthur Danto who suggested that there is more behind the statue. And he he really got so into depth. I read a little bit about his work, but he got so into depth about how this cat is like, it's being viewed as an important piece. And it, there's like some sort of deeper meaning behind it. Like there has to be. And especially because like it was also chained to like an iron railing. Like a lot of materials used in different artworks are intended to have a, a better meaning behind it. And in this case, it's it's still not said what it what meaning was behind it nor is their name attached to the actual statue. But I think that's that's pretty fascinating, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. And it takes me back to the one of the last projects we did in this class where we read chapter one of the Puzzles About Art book. And, and what I took away from that chapter was a lot of, you know, there is no universal definition of art I mean everybody thinks of art differently and they think of of certain things like paintings and all that as art but they don't think of architecture or anything as art and and some people do um Mm -hmm. and and we were our eyes kind of got opened up to many different theories that have been brought up about art and how it should be defined and and classified and Mm -hmm over the many many years and all the different theories that were brought up there still haven't been any that have stuck to where you know you can look in the dictionary and find a universal definition of art that everybody around the world agrees to um, mm-hmm. because art is so open open to interpretation and and it just depends on who's viewing it you know some yeah. people may yeah. look at the statue that's a that's a chained up cat you know tied to a cage or something that that the iron railing represents or you know some people could see it as wow that's a really valuable cat statue I wonder what the history of it is because they went so far as to chain it to a fence so it wouldn't get stolen Mm -hmm. um and and neither of those are really wrong or right you know it, it just that's that's what art is and that's kind of the beauty of it is it's it's so open to interpretation by each individual person viewing it that 
neither of them are right or wrong. It's, it's art to you in a different way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like also when it comes to the actual artist itself, they can mainly give suggestions on what the art piece is. Yes, they did create it. Yes, they did do the details on it. But like you also said, the art piece is not determined just by, you know, one person. And I feel like that's the issue is that a lot of people are very, they, they think inside the, they don't think outside the box when it comes to that aspect. It's just very straightforward. Um, but there was something about why the cat was created correct it was about some sort of um uh egyptian cult right well and that's um yeah kind of like i touched on before it it's a possibility that that ties back to that far to egyptian cults and, and their view on cats um yeah i was when i was doing some research i looked at the Columbia University Library's website and they have a, a section called the Columbia Spectator Archive mm -hmm. and there, there's an old newspaper clipping about um, a, a bronze image of a cat that, that did actually contain a cat's skeleton that was um, kind of studied by Columbia scientists and they found that uh, the statue is over 3,000 years old and it contained bones of a cat that actually died before it was even born, which um, they, they just tied back to Egyptian culture and, mm -hmm. and how they worshiped um, the, the cat goddess and as the lady of life. And they saw cats as very important parts of, of life and, and they worshiped them even mm -hmm. so. Um, yeah, it was believed that this this could be tied as far back as that, which in my mind that would kind of, kind of change my perspective on it as okay, this is a very valuable statue and we're gonna chain it up so it doesn't get stolen because it dates back to Egyptian times, you know I mean that's mm -hmm. that's extremely valuable. so mm -hmm. And I feel like they had they had such a unique, mindset it's so fascinating when you actually read the details of egyptians and their beliefs and their and their whole like community as a whole like the way that they function is based around all these like supernatural beliefs religious beliefs more particularly about the cat but it's still very interesting on how it's done because this has been going on for hundreds of years and it is i i love reading anything and everything about egyptians during those times um and maybe the cat was a part of the mummification purposes like in the actual like like pyramids like it's just it's just a, it's just a stretch in the dark but in a sense that when Egyptians believed that burying someone and mummifying someone was the best way to find peace in the afterlife, it could have been with like, it could have been in a bigger aspect that we just don't even realize just because we're not that 
knowledge on this particular piece alone. And a lot of time, a lot of art pieces or other pieces of art are underrated. Like I said, like I said previously, but in more of a sense that they don't know the actual backstory behind it. And I feel like that is something that is an issue because understanding the backstory could also determine, sorry, the value or the perspective of the art piece itself. Because if you were to say that, oh, this cat was made um, in remembrance of like someone's past animal or something like that, you would view it as such. But when it comes to like, oh yeah, it was part of the Egyptians. It was a mummified cat that was so important and they had it here. And it was even like favored by one of the Egyptian leaders. And that like, it's like, wow, like that had like, a very significant importance to it but it's I think I think the reason why they also don't say the things that they said or like don't say the actual backstory information is just to keep us guessing on what it actually is because like the bigger um statues that are featured at the university they do have a lot of backstory they do have some historical context they do have, you know, specific details that is just like, wow, that's super interesting. But maybe in a sense that they don't have it, they could not have, they could possibly not have any information on the statue itself. But in essence, it could also be the opposite where they do have information, but it, they just want the viewer to keep guessing the meaning behind it. Does that make sense? I don't know. I feel like I just rambled a lot. No, I, I get what you're saying, and that's um, I'll go back a little bit and and touch on. I, I also love studying the Egyptian culture because they they did have such a different way of life, and and it seems like they had a much bigger respect for life and and the afterlife and everything else than a lot of other cultures and and cultures now do. Um, I mean, if you really dig into their their mummification process and and everything they went through to not only protect and and give you know their their pharaohs and everything the best chance at the best afterlife they were also doing it to help and further their future generations because they thought if they if they did it all right and um the pharaoh's soul or cause as they referred to it um was happy in the afterlife then they would look over the egyptians and and kind of help deliver prosperity and everything too so um so who knows you know if if this cat statue was used in the mummification processes then you could think about it as the Egyptians probably didn't even view it as art. I mean, they were using it as a, not necessarily a tool, but a, a vessel, you know, for, mm-hmm. for a soul to, to go into the afterlife and, and help deliver prosperity. Whereas we look at it as, you know, that that's a great statue and, and it's, it's art, but they might not even have seen it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like you were saying, maybe people do know what the meaning was and 
and it's left up to us to kind of guess or make up our own, which there's a lot of, lot of artwork out there that's like that, you know, it's, it's not clear what the artist was trying to say or, or portray with whatever that, that they made, but it's just, it's meant to be open to different interpretations and, and you make up your own ideas about it. And that's, that's kind of where it's left, but that all, that's also the fun of, of looking at art and, and formulating your own reasonings behind it and, and stories behind it. I mean, that's, that kind of makes viewing art fun in my opinion. So. Oh yeah. Well, of course. And I would like to actually go back to the statement that you had about, sorry, uh, the statement that you had uh, about how they believed it was such a normal thing. I feel like it's also the difference in cultures that bring up more beauty once it's like introduced to another one because a lot of things that we do or a lot of things that other people might do may be viewed as something very minor within the community but once you bring that idea or culture into the outside world it's it it is essentially being viewed again like like we have to come up like it's like artists like we have to Think about what like what the meaning behind their thought process or the meaning behind their ideals work. And I feel like that's like a very interesting point. And like you said, they thought of it like it's a normal thing, like it's a vessel. It was for uh, predetermined causes. And in this aspect, maybe they maybe the person who actually created it or the person who brought it over had a normalized not like desensitized, but like it's kind of like that, but like a, a normalized uh, culture where it's to have these cast statues here, like inside the house. I feel like it's also the scent of like gargoyles, like when they're built in the, in, like by the churches or by the buildings is to have like a meaning behind it or maybe like a protective meaning, like cultural reasoning behind it. Maybe in this instance, they did the same thing with the cat because the cat also like quote unquote you know sees more supernatural and I think in the Egyptian writings it said that they are um more keen to see uh bad energy or or things that shouldn't be there yeah and that's that's a good point too um because yeah as as the Egyptians saw the cat as um like the uh the website said they saw him as the lady of life then you know it, it could have been even if it wasn't brought over from Egypt it could have been commissioned as a symbol to to bring life and prosperity to this new university and and to watch over it like you were saying and protect it and and there could have been some ties to Egyptian thought processes even, but it, even if it didn't come from Egypt, you know, it's just somebody came from that culture and, and thought of cats the same way and, and had a, a statue built for that purpose. And, and that could be too, because even the Columbia university's mascot is a, a lion. So there's some kind of ties to cats there, you know, and, and mm -hmm. they, important whoever whoever started the university 
thought of cats as an important symbol. So um, very well could be just a, a protector and, and help bring prosperity to the university itself. So I think it also, like you said, how they would view it as a protector kind of thing. They, the reason why they would, oh, this is my theory. Okay. This is my interpretation of the art piece. Sorry. Um, so the my interpretation alone is that maybe, like you said, it's a protective creature, just like the lion. And maybe the reason it is chained up to the stairwell is to maybe show that the cat's not going anywhere. You know, like they're not going to leave you in the sense that like they will protect you to like the very end when it comes to it being chained up to the to the stairwell. Yeah, that's that's a great point. That's I didn't think of it that way either because so my my interpretation of it was an original cat statue that that was thought of and, and created for for a purpose, which I think was um, had to do with you know protection and, and prosperity of the university. Um, and then nowadays it can be seen as a statue of a chained cat and that that's a good way to look at it that you brought up i didn't think of it that way of, yeah it's, it's not going anywhere you know we're, <laughs> we're here to protect you and help you and and everything that you do that's that's a great point um i mean i i would just i would look at it and see a chained cat but i i, I didn't go that far to think of it that way it was just kind of okay it's it's a great statue of a cat that is now a chained cat but <laughs> That, that's some good good symbolism right there that, that yeah I didn't think of but that's yeah. that just goes to show what art is you know mm -hmm. two of us just thinking about a statue and a simple statue at that a, a cat with with a chain around is oh yeah such vast vastly different answer. oh yeah oh yeah and I and, and it's always is determined by the eye of the beholder and there isn't, um, when you look at the cat image, which I believe it was one of the images that I saw earlier in my investigation towards the history behind it, it doesn't have much detail. It really doesn't. It's a cat with a chain. That, <laughs> <laughs> not, not like a gangster chain, but you know, <laughs> pretty interesting. But no, it is really cool. And I... I don't know. I, I just, I just like it. Honestly, like it, sometimes the most basic things have the strongest meaning behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in simplicity is, is a beautiful thing. I mean, I try to, I try to live my whole life that way, honestly, just, you know, keep things simple and, and enjoy the beauty and, and what there is and don't try to make anything out of what's not there, you know, just, just take everything for what it is and and appreciate it for what it is and and don't 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 have a necessity to make it better or or anything like that just appreciate what you have and what's out there and i'm i'm a firm believer in that so mm -hmm. um i actually want to thank you for inviting me and for allowing me to join um to join us today with with you 
Um, Absolutely. I would have you on any time because you have very clearly brought out some very strong perspective that I didn't even think about on a simple piece of art. So um, if if you don't have anything else to touch on with with this sculpture in this case study, then I can kind of close us out. And oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Nicole. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and please join us soon, and remember to stay curious. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.